The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The Word of God we want to consider today is our Old Testament reading, especially the beginning of that reading, for the 18th Sunday after Pentecost. We're looking at Amos chapter 8, verses 4 to 7. Always say of the book of Amos, it's a tough book to read because it speaks largely of God's judgment or discipline against what's supposed to be, supposed to be his people. Amos wrote, Hear this, you who trample the needy and do away with the poor of the land, saying, When will the new moon be over that we may sell grain and the Sabbath be ended that we may market wheat? skimping the measure, boosting the price, and cheating with dishonest scales, buying the poor with silver and the needy for a pair of sandals, selling even the sweepings with the wheat. The Lord has sworn by the pride of Jacob, I will never forget anything they have done. My dear friends in Christ, the prophet Amos was called by God to serve the northern kingdom of Israel, oh, about 750 years before, before Christ was born, or about 30 years before the northern kingdom of Israel, those northern 10 tribes, before they fell to the Assyrian Empire. Remember, the Assyrian Empire came in and so devastated the land, so scattered the people that those northern ten tribes were scattered and are often referred to as the lost ten tribes of Israel. God was judging the northern kingdom because, well, there were some people in the land who were faithful to the Lord, but the vast majority of the people in the land were worshiping idols. And in their dealings with one another, they didn't exhibit the believing child of God attitude that God wanted to see amongst them. Well, today, what Amos is doing is he's telling us how not to use God's blessings. Many of the people who were rich and powerful in the northern kingdom they were people who wanted to become more rich and more powerful. And in and of itself, that doesn't mean that there's anything wrong there to want to advance in life. That's not wrong in and of itself. But these rich and powerful people, they wanted to become richer, more powerful by taking advantage of the poor, the needy, the helpless people to get what little they had away from them. Well, hear Amos's words again. Hear this, you who trample the needy and do away with the poor of the land, saying, when will the new moon be over that we may sell grain and the Sabbath be ended that we may sell wheat, skimping the measure, boosting the price, cheating with dishonest scales. The Sabbath day was supposed to be a day of rest when people would refrain from work and would focus their thoughts on the Lord and on his grace and mercy and love. The New Moon Festival, that took place the first day of every month. 
then what the Israelites were supposed to do is dedicate the rest of that month to living for God, to serving Him, the spread of His Word, living as believing children of God. But on those days, instead of focusing on the Lord, what happened instead is that the rich and the powerful were just waiting to take advantage of especially those people who were poor and helpless. And when they did that, oh, what I'd say there maybe was similar to our doing is imagine coming to church or listening to a devotion like you are right now. And the whole time you're listening to the devotion or you're sitting in church, you're thinking about robbing a bank or you're thinking about taking advantage of someone to what, what they were trying to do, the rich and the powerful. They were trying to get all the money that they could against from the rich, from the poor, from the helpless. And then what would happen is to get even more money for them, they'd, they'd give them less than what they paid for and they charged exorbitant prices. Oh, maybe just think about it. They'd, the person would, the poor person would be buying what he thought was a, a pound of hamburger, we could say, and he got half a pound or three quarters of a pound instead and the prices were just astronomical. The people were being taken advantage of. And then once those poor and needy people, once they had lost all that they had, then what they do is they buy, it says, the poor with silver and the needy for a pair of sandals. They forced the people to sell themselves into slavery in order to maybe pay off their debts, which maybe they never would do. In many ways, the Northern Kingdom could be compared to our United States today, or really, you could think of just any capitalist nation today. All the advertising that we see on TV, radio, internet, computer, newspapers, billboards, all of, those, all of that advertising does a pretty good job of trying to make us more and more materialistic. Money and material possessions, well, they become more and more important in our lives or seem to be more and more important. And we become more and more selfish. We're tempted to want more and more and care less and less about helping others. Perhaps we're more like the Israelites than we'd like to admit. The Apostle Paul does give us the solution to temptations towards selfishness and materialism, though. Paul said, But godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world, and we can take nothing out of it. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with that. God does want us to faithfully use our time and our talents and our treasures that he's given to us, well, to take care of ourselves, to take care of our families. And he does want us to work with those things, maybe even to work at getting ahead in this life. There's nothing wrong with that if it's just our desire to use our talents and treasures to, to bring glory to God. Through this reading, though, what Amos is reminding us of is 
how not to use God's blessings. And maybe, maybe we say we really shouldn't need to even hear a warning like this, a warning that tells us it's wrong to hurt or harm or take advantage of someone else. Maybe we shouldn't need that warning, but may God instead help us to not be greedy, to be content with what we have and never take advantage of others, especially those who are needy, but instead give them the help and the support that we're able to give them, always remembering how God helps and supports us especially by giving us Jesus, our Savior. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for all the help and support you give to us, especially by giving us Jesus. May your love for us always motivate us to help and support one another, especially the poor and the needy. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.